Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my darling. Welcome back to the podcast. How are we? I hope that you are well. I am freaking excited. As always, lots going on over here in the TQOC fam bam and getting ready for the end of year, really gearing up for, I'm meeting with my amazing ladies, with my team. I can't believe I have a team. I can't believe I have a team, y'all. Seriously, when it was just me and Hamish. Uh, We're meeting on Wednesday to talk about everything that's went down this year, the good, the bad, the ugly, all the amazing things to celebrate and what we're going to look forward to for the next six months. And next year is going to be huge. I'm writing a book. What? I can't wait. It's going to be called The Loving Bitch Slap. (laughs) And there's lots happening, lots of travel going down, Um, different strategies for next year because I really want to get my visibility up. I really want to be able to go and meet you people's. I want to head around to the UK. I want to head to the Americas. I want to go to Canada. I want to go, I want to go everywhere and meet, meet some peeps. And we're, we're actually going to be doing a confidence, a creating confidence tour. So I am heading to New Zealand in January, which is super exciting. I've never been to New Zealand. They're only like three hours away from us. And I know that we have a lot of amazing podcast listeners out there. So I'm going to get to meet y'all in real life and hang out. Um, So I'm looking forward to it. It's been it's been huge. It's been a big fucking year. We have done a lot more than probably I thought I could. And I can't tell you how blessed I feel and how on fire. I wake up on fire. I go to sleep on fire. I love this work. I love you people that I work with. I love the women that I get to serve. I, I am so grateful to you. I, I Every night I look to the ceiling and I'm like flashes of what I'm grateful for. And it's always the listeners, the followers, the podcast recommendations, the people that give me reviews, the my clients, the sisterhood women, my kids, my husband, like everything, everything. And so, yeah, just really feeling the feels. I'm going to be doing an episode here uh, in a few weeks in regards to Christmas and, you know, the end of year, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, it's such a hectic time for so many of us getting around family, finishing a year. Uh, Sometimes people are upset or sad because some things have happened around this time of year. For me, I know my husband who passed away his his anniversary, his birthday is the 18th of December. So it's always a really tricky time if we don't have what we need, if we don't have the equipment that we need to work, the tools that we need to work with our mind, if we don't have the support. So uh, I'm definitely going to be doing a podcast about that. But today I wanted to talk to you about trauma shame. And I'm not a shame specialist. I'm not a trauma specialist. Uh, Actually, I should say I am a trauma specialist. I've been through quite a bit of trauma myself. And for some reason, I think because I've been through a lot of trauma myself, I end up attracting clients that have had a lot of trauma as well. And I want to talk about what trauma is to me, the way I see it. Again, nothing I say is gospel. I'm just speaking from my experience, speaking from the women, the hundreds of women I've worked with and served over the years. And 
uh, Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown, who is, oh gosh, what a woman. She has done lots of work on shame, lots of work on, you know, um, judgment. And she's incredible. There's actually a really great book that my husband recommended. This is what we do. My husband's amazing. He's like, honey, you got to read this book. I'm like, okay. And then I read it. And then I'm like, babe, you got to read this book. So we just like tell each other books to read. And we're constantly seeking and looking for more to learn. And there's a book that she did called Men, Women, and Shame. Oh, no, Men, Women, and Worthiness. Sorry. And oh my goodness, if you if you want to go deeper into shame, into worthiness, uh, into how women and men deal with it, I highly recommend. It's an audible. It's on Audible. Um, I highly recommend you check it out and listen to it. Can't tell you how good it is. So she is a specialist when it comes to shame. But what I want to talk to you about today is the fact that I meet so many women and I speak to so many women that want to do work on themselves or that you know, come to an event and, and message me on Instagram or send me an email and there's, there's shame around their trauma. And there's a few ways that this shows up and, and let's talk about trauma. Trauma is an injury, right? Like it's like a, it's like an emotional injury and something disturbing or, or, or horrible happens to you. And it's the effect of that. And so you think blunt force trauma. My husband, Gio, when he passed away, it was blunt force trauma. You know, he hurt really badly the steering wheel and it was so hard that he hit. It was a physical trauma. When I'm talking this trauma, this trauma that we keep in our bodies is like the emotional wound, the emotional trauma that we, that we live with. And what I want to say to you is it doesn't have to be stacks upon stacks of bad stories of bad shit of heavy stuff that happened to you or happened for you, as I like to say, in order for you to qualify for someone that has trauma. You cannot qualify for trauma. Everyone experiences trauma. It is not, you know, uh, just for some people. It is something that happens to us. And there's so much shame when people talk to me, women talk to me and they say to me, you know, I just, I just don't know if I can deal with this. There's, there's so much shit that I've been through. I've got so much trauma. I've got so much, you know, bad stuff I've been through so much. I don't think it's even workable. I don't think you can help me. I don't think I can help me. Like it's like, it's, they think they're so bad and broken and that they've been through so much that there's no way in the world that they can heal that. And that is, that is, they're shaming their own trauma. And that is not true. Like, trust me, trust me, not only from my own trauma, but the clients that I've worked with. And even if you haven't met anybody with lots of trauma, think about celebrities. Think about, I always talk about Oprah Winfrey's story, you know, such an incredible story, like being raped, having a baby, baby passing away, being raped, like just being a black woman at the, at the, at the time that she was doing what she did, becoming who she is. Like Oprah had every reason to follow in the footsteps of what her grandmother said she was going to be. And instead she became fucking Oprah. Like, yo, that is um, Tony Robbins. I mean, he had so many different fathers. His mother poured freaking soap down his throat. She was an alcoholic, like physically abused. Like this, this man had to look after his whole family and he ended up being Tony Robbins, who is a service. Like he's a giver of service. He loves people. And he stands 52 hours in service of people because he wants to. He doesn't have to. He's got a lot of money and he's got a lot of businesses. He wants to. I mean, we could continue. There's so many stories of people that have experienced horrible traumas and tragedies and they have overcome them. And and I'll tell you one more. Nick, I love Nick. I talk about him all the time. I don't know how to say his last name, but he's got no arms and no legs. And at eight years old, he wanted to commit suicide. 
and he was really struggling. He's got no arms and no legs. I mean, that is a problem, right? Like you can't walk, you can't hold things, you know, that's a big deal. And this man is a motivational speaker. He goes around the world, travels around the world, preaching and, and helping kids and speaking and inspiring people to be grateful for what they have and to not care what anybody thinks about how they look. Like, it makes me want to cry. Like the fact that he has moved his trauma and his story in service of others. So I want you to think about your trauma is not too big to be dealt with. You're not too air quotes fucked up or broken. You are not broken. The problem that we have is that we don't want to be where we are. We don't want to be how we are. We don't want things to be like this. We want them to be like that. And the reality is they're like this. And they need to be like this because they are. And we fight. Like Byron Katie says, love what is. We fight what is. And when you fight what is, when you fight with reality, you lose 100% of the time, she says. What's the fucking reality? You went through that trauma. Great. Are you still alive? Are you breathing? great then that's for a reason how do we work through that trauma how do you transform your trauma how do you turn it into your story how do you then add value to yourself to the world to your children to your family because of who you became through the trauma it's like turning into another fucking podcast anyway i digress back to trauma shame so your story is not too fucked up for you to share it when people talk about i want to join the sisterhood but i don't actually know i've got so much stuff and i'm like girl You don't understand how much stuff there is in there. You don't understand how much stuff I had. You don't understand how much you can heal all that stuff. It sounds like a lot, but you don't got to do it all at once. You're not going to work on all of that at once. That makes no sense. Always what I say to my clients is we're going to work on the thing that fucks with you the most. How do you know what that is? Start writing it down. The shit will pop up into your face. It's my mother-in-law, my body, my children and I aren't talking. You know, it's my narcissist, whatever. That shit will come up. I don't have any money. I hate my job. The biggest thing will pop up. Here's what happens. You start working on the big thing and it unravels. And then by default, many other areas of your life benefit. Not every single area, but many other areas benefit. So you don't have to work on all your trauma, all the mess that was your life at once. You actually can't. And consider that sabotage. Your mind telling you to work on all of it or don't do anything is keeping you from doing anything. And you don't work on anything. So that's one thing. Your trauma, all my trauma, it's too much. You don't understand I'm too fucked up. That's bullshit, myth-breaking bullshit, okay? Do not believe that bullshit that you're trying to sell yourself. I'm not believing it. You can work through anything. And number two, the shame story is, I've had a great life. I don't have any trauma. Who am I to complain? A lady told me the other day, I'm white, I'm privileged, I live in a good country. You know, my parents were together. You know, I don't, I don't really have anything to complain about. And I'm, and I still hate my life. And I'm like, and she's a mother. And I'm like, first of all, who the fuck are you listening to? That you're privileged, you're this, you're that. You don't have to say that. Like, you're allowed. It's not your fault that you grew up white and privileged, is it? Did you choose that? Like, stop using that as a bad thing. Be conscious of it. Be aware of it. Be fucking grateful that you have privilege. A fantastic. I, I give thanks every day I'm in Australia and I don't have to look behind me with someone with a gun. I give fucking thanks literally daily. I'm like, I'm so grateful that my kids can walk the streets and nobody has a fucking gun here because that shit's, I can't handle that America. Y'all are, that shit's tripping me out thinking about how I'm going to go back home with my kids. It makes me really sad. I want to cry about it. It makes me sad. I'm bleeding by the way. That's why I want to cry. I feel like crying through this whole podcast. <laughs> 
you know, like, I'm just like, damn, like, so the trauma shame that, you know, I didn't have enough. Thank you. I didn't have enough trauma. You know, um, my life was so good and I'm still complaining and something's wrong with me. And what I have to say to you is everybody experienced trauma. I want to tell you something. You're three years old. Your parents are screaming and yelling. You walk up and you want something and your parents go, give us a minute. We need a second here. Can you just talk? And they yell at you and you walk off crying and no one attends to you because they're fighting and they're talking about something serious, whatever. And you're three and you walk away and no one loves you and no one attends to you. To a child, that could be emotional trauma. And some of you are like, bullshit, I'm serious. To a three-year-old, you're thinking about it as a, as a 30 or 40-year-old, however old you are. Think about it as a three-year-old. Think about it as a five-year-old when your parents divorce. You're five. Your parents who you love, <clears throat> excuse me, your parents who you love, they're like brought you into the world. Your mommy and daddy or your daddy and daddy or your mommy and mommy are divorced. They're leaving. They're breaking up. Who are you going to live with? Half of your shit's over there. The other half's over there. There's a new person in the picture. You don't know how to navigate that. That could be traumatic to a five-year-old. Are you getting me? You're bullied at 14 because you have pimples and your acne's out of control and you feel it. And the kids in school are like, ew, and they don't want to talk to you or sit with you. Or you're overweight and your mom tells you you're overweight and shames you. Or your dance teacher tells you you're not good. All of this stuff, all of this stuff does develop trauma. All of this. And so you grow up into a grown-up and now you have to deal with all this shit that you buried. So I don't want to hear that you don't have enough fucked up shit, that you're not fucked up enough to work on yourself. What? Can you believe I'm hearing this? By the way, I am. People are messaging me with this. So now you don't have anything wrong, so you want to look for something wrong. Why? You need to catch this shit that you're doing. Really, honestly, look at it. Because there is nothing wrong with you having a great life and having a great story. There's nothing wrong with that. You will find shit. Believe me, we all have things we need to work on. How do you know? As I say, look around your life. Look around your life. Maybe you got money issues. Maybe you've got worthiness issues. Maybe you keep choosing partners that don't serve you. Maybe your business isn't flourishing because something in you is fearful of something. That's stuff you work on. You don't look for shit to work on, my love. You work on what's there, what's present, what's coming up for you in the now. This is why I'm not anti-therapy, but this is why I am all about coaching. Because we work on the now. I'm not taking you back to your four-year-old self to bring shit up so I can fucking ask you all the questions about it. I want to focus on the now. If nothing's bothering you, fantastic. How do we move forward? What are some goals and action plans that we can create for you to get what you want? And for you to become who it is you want to become and achieve what you want to achieve. Do not shame yourself from your trauma. There's nothing too fucked up that cannot be worked on. I'm telling you right now, and one of the really great ways, uh, I'm going to do this as a masterclass. I have to. It's such a, throughout the years, all the mentors that I've seen, I, I, I created a process by mistake. I didn't even try to create this. I'm just such a metaphorical, uh, visual person. I love a whiteboard. Girl, don't get me started. I love me a whiteboard. I'd be writing shit on the whiteboard. I like to speak and write because I want visual. I want people to see what I'm trying to say because I'm visual myself. And I, and I try really hard for this information that I talk about on the podcast to be English. 
understand. When I mean English, that's why I say like Cardi B of personal development. I mean like everybody can understand me. I'm not using big fucking college words or shit from the dictionary that you're like, what the fuck does that mean? I want you to go, I understand everything Erica's talking about because she broke that shit down. I want to break that shit down for you. And if you're super smart, you're probably like, yeah, I get it. And if you're someone like me, like not schooled and you didn't, you didn't do very well in school or read very well or you didn't understand certain words, I want to break it down for you. Because it's very important that you understand this stuff, that you understand yourself, that you understand that you can work through anything you want to work through. You can work through anything. There is nothing that, that, that is too fucked up about you that you can't work through. And so when you think about your trauma and you think about the shit that's messing with you and you think about all the stories, this little process that I, that I created, which I'm going to do a masterclass about an online masterclass. So y'all can join me if you're interested. It's about sharing your story and how to share your story. And for a long time, it took me ages. I used to never share my story. I was a stylist. I was doing styling workshops and I never had to share my story. And then I was working with a friend of mine, shout out to Jeanette Cremore. Miss Jeanette was helping me. She was kind of like my right-hand woman in the event space. And, you know, I was, I said to her like, man, I remember when I broke my back that fashion was the thing that helped me getting my hair done, putting lipstick on, like looking after myself was the thing that helped me get out of my rut because I was wearing a fucking, a vest. It was like a bulletproof looking G unit vest. That's what I had on and a moon boot on my leg because I had just had surgery. I broke my back. I had metal screws. I was in the hospital for 25 days. And I remember like, lipstick fashion, getting my hair done, trying to get out of the house and look nice is what helped me. So I started sharing the story about when I broke my back in my styling workshop. And then I started showing photos of me with my back broken. And then I shared a little bit more. And then I shared a little bit more Then I shared that the next year my husband died. And that was really hard to share, but I got better at it. And so in this workshop, when, when we do it, it's, it's basically the process is you timeline everything that you've been through and you really start to see neutral. You don't have a story attached. It's like sexually abused at seven. Dad left. Mom kidnapped me. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, the things, the actual factual things without the emotion, which is very hard to do if it's not been healed. And then you write about who you became from it. And it's, and it's so crazy. I'm telling you guys, it's so crazy because when you turn around your trauma and that's literally, I know that I've done that. I know that when I go back to my nine-year-old self, who it was my, it was the sexual abuse. I go back to that nine-year-old self moment. And I think that Erica, who you see here today was born. My justice voice was born. My standing up for what's not right. My vigilance, my, my, my outspoken, my, oh man, like that warrior girl, like she was born then. And that's who I am today. Like that's who I am today. So when you do transform your trauma and you work on your trauma, you have such a great ability to rewire how you think about it. And when you go to those past memories, you get to rewrite how you think about it. And I'm not saying fluffy bullshit like, yeah, it was okay. I'm not, I'm not hurt about it. I'm saying like you go fucking excavating, deep diving into rewiring your brain so that when you think of that time, you feel empowered versus feeling like a victim versus feeling like, oh, my life is shit. I'm shit. That was horrible. It was horrible. But guess who I became because of that? And that's where I go. So I, I just really quickly wanted to check in with you and make sure that if you are out there trauma shaming yourself to stop, stop and ask yourself why you're doing that. 
Stop and ask yourself, what else could you think about? What else could you write about? What else could you journal about? Why is that coming to you? Is it serving you? Is it fucking serving you to think like that? Because that's the main thing. And if it's not serving you, and I don't believe it is, you have a choice and you get to stop doing it. And you get to work through it. And you get to choose how you deal with your trauma. You get to choose how big or small it is. You don't have to shame yourself against anybody else. There's no comparison. There's no trauma comparison going on here. Oh, I'm more fucked up than that person. Or I'm not as fucked up as them. Like, what is that shit? Everybody has their own human experience. I love you so damn much. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please reach out. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. I love you so much. I'm so excited. Tomorrow we have our sisterhood money and manifesting full day. Oh my goodness. It's going to be huge. I can't wait. Lots of money podcasts coming out as well. I'm going to do one with Angel, Miss Angel Phoenix at the Angela Gallo. We're going to talk things money. There's so much I want to talk to you about. I love you. I honor you for being here and I thank you so damn much. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.